Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to the Behind the Racket Pod. The podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now... This has been a, a something that's been a long time coming to to get our guest here on the podcast, and I think it's um, kind of an important one considering we've got uh, a young man in, in Noah Rubin who's labeled as Jew today on our video uh, podcast. I just just gonna throw that out there, but uh, Noah Rubin starting his comeback here in the next couple of months, and this is a perfect time to bring in our current guest. I'm gonna read off some of the accomplishments: 33 in the world in juniors. Uh, got a hundred plus wins in his career at UCLA. Career high around three fifty. Coach uh, of I think. okay, I'm gonna give you three fifty. Uh, coach Mar- <laughs> coach of Marcos Giron for a bit of time, and now I I don't know if this is the thing you're most proud of, but current world number eight hundred and fifty eight. It's Carousel, founder of MyTennisHQ.com as well. Carew, welcome to the podcast. This has been a long time coming. Thank you. It's crazy that we haven't done this, right? Like, yeah. I feel like we should, we should have done this a long time ago. Yeah. No, definitely overdue. Yeah, it's like overdue. Yeah, beyond. <laughs> we got two guys on the comeback right here. So it's actually pretty... It's a little nauseating <laughs> to think about. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but we... we I mean, Mike, you were you were not a part of our last interaction. We were at the uh, on tennis events mm. uh, a few weeks ago, where we actually got to speak about a decent amount of it. Like, I mean, went from everything from like how we are just like feeling the ball in practice and what that meant, and then like the coaching side of things and how that has like kind of changed our perspective. I think that was kind of the most interesting thing. But um, thankfully, you weren't there to ruin ruin that interaction <laughs> and that event. But it was. Uh, Crusoe is probably one of the I I I hold in, in high esteem. Same. Probably one of the most interesting tennis players, not only for Tennis HQ, but you know just how he sees the sport and kind of his way through it, and and the fact that you are competing again now, fucking love it. 
You just can't let go it. of it. It's like we just can't <laughs> let go. It's like it's such a tough thing. It's like let go. Don't like, don't try to get better anymore. Don't try to like maybe. It, it's an interesting. It's an interesting thing. I mean, we we all kind of have to forge our own sort of ways of you know doing this, and uh, you know again, unless you're just in this spectacular tennis player that can just get through everything so fast, it's just. So it's a, it's a difficult sport to, 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 to you know, to, to stay on it. And then you leave for a little bit and then you start doing a few other things. You start seeing the game a little bit different, start learning something here, learning something there. And you, you almost like don't have to play as much to feel like you are better. And it's like this weird sort of thing. And I think in sport, we never have the time to like have time off. Just like, we're always just like in the, in the, the rat race and, Sometimes you, you take a year, year and a half away from it, just playing, but like not really away, not really like trying to get better and you just naturally get better. You're not so caught up in this. And it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting thing that happens. And, and I guess a lot of people don't get to experience it. They're, you're so in it for a long time, but, but yeah, just figure out a way to like kind of keep doing, keep playing some tennis, I guess. I'll start where we are kind of currently. I mean, you do a lot, but you know, what was that kind of switch for you? Like, I know what it was for me, but you were, you were coaching obviously more Marcos. I was doing some juniors, but what was that switch for you to say, okay, I love Marcos. I love helping yeah. him, but no, nah, I need some time for myself. Like I'm not done here. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, just in general, like, I thought the entire year, you know, just kind of working on like little things myself, not even worrying about like, I'm going to compete just like, Oh, like, you know, you're trying to find edges for a guy who's top 16 in the world. And you, you know how it is that the, the edges there are so small. Right. So, you know, between, you know, we're working together, we spend maybe a little time like with some other coaches and you're learning some, some stuff and you're like, Oh, I could kind of do apply this in my own game here. If, and, and if I do that well at a lower level, I'm sure I'll, I'll get rewarded even even more than maybe Marcus does at that level. <laughs> and you start, you know, you, I, between, you know, me and Max, it look kind of, um, he would do like some weeks, I'd do some weeks, I'd, you know, went and played a couple UTR events nearby just because, you know, why not? Like, let's go play some matches, see what happens. Um, and just kind of feeling the competition, almost like more mature to compete and just not so like, you know, mental, just like, hey, if I apply this and I do this, I, I play well. And if I don't, I, I maybe lose and that's it. And just be very objective about it. Um, because when you, you know how it is, you're off the court. I mean, you see so much, right? Like it could be Marcos. It could be anybody. It could be a junior. You're like, oh, God, why did you do that? Why did you hit there? Why did you do this? <laughs> and then you almost like learn by just observing. And then like when you're playing, you, you make better, start making better decisions. And you know, after playing a few matches, a few tournaments, like not, not pro events, but playing really good ball, I was like, you know, like I, I still got it in me, uh, you know, whatever level I'm going to get, I don't care, but it, in terms, in terms of ranking, but level wise, I was like, the level is pretty high. So why not? And, and then there's that thing of like, I'm turning 30 and it's like, this is it. Like I, I have this last maybe five years of super high level tennis and then that's it. So why not you know with my tennis issue and creating everything just like let it fly and 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 go you know i think you know we have different objectives like you said you, you've kind of come in with no 
want necessarily ranking wise no real you know objectives let's say but you know how is that kind of switch now playing a few events you know how is that Win- mentality winning an I, event know? as well noah winning yes. an yeah. event you know how does that i think like time? there's the objective really is i think when i played back in the day i i well, i got to the futures like in six months I, I was kind of basically in the challenger ranking getting there in the challenger ranking um, but once I got to challengers, I always like sort of like, ooh, like it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a, this higher level and you kind of like put everyone on a pedestal for whatever reason. Um, and obviously at the time, I think challengers were like, I mean, it was tricky. You had like a lot of guys coming through the challengers that were going to make, you know, top 30, top 20, top 10. Um, but in general, like I always felt like I shied away from that, even though like, like, it's not like guys are like that much better. Like you, you'd be able to compete as long as you just give yourself the time to do it. Um, so that would be like my goal really to, to, to get myself into challenger rankings first and then give myself like, just like the mental thing. It's just playing another tennis match. These guys aren't necessarily that much better. Like trust yourself a little bit more. So that, that's kind of like the, the, the main objective. Like I, I don't, I'm not going to just play to play. Um, if I can get into like some some slam qualities like in the next I don't know year and a half year or so like that would be great, um, and so but that that's sort of like the personal challenge to to get to that level because once you're in challengers, I mean, you, you can have a couple runs and all of a sudden like you might anybody's be there, game but, yeah, yeah anybody's game but just getting there and, and giving myself that chance is mainly the goal. All right, so you've had two breaks in your career. Uh, right out of college, you took a year off. And then mm-hmm. you decided to to stop uh, a couple of years ago. Obviously, started my tennis HQ during that time before coming back. I, I guess I'm I'm interested in the reasons in in both instances why you stopped, why you went away from the game, um, and then what has ultimately just brought you back to that to that yeah. competing level. Yeah, um, I think the first sort of like break after school was more like. You know, you're 22, you're about, you know, you're leaving college, you don't really have any, fi- you know, not, no financial, like, support in any way. I'm from Brazil, like, no one's going to give me anything, like, now that I've been gone for a long time and not playing any futures. And so, like, I think at the time, you're just, you, I, was, I was honestly, at that point, a little tired of tennis, just like it had been, basically, that's what you do since you're nine, or, you know, just competing, like, actually competing since you're nine. Um, so I was just kind of over it. I was like, I'm just kind of freaking over <laughs> so that was basically it and i yeah. gave it a shot at the college thing college college coaching and didn't didn't really think it was for me and and that still that year just kind of like playing a lot with the guys and staying in shape and competitive and then and then i wanted to give it a go and then i played for a little while i think i did fairly well for that that first year and a half um but financially it was so difficult um i think that first part of it like was just there, there's other things, but financially, you're just so stressed out all the time. It's like, you know, you, you're in L.A. and you have to like maybe coach a little bit. You're never really all in because you, you just worry about the next credit card payment. And it just got to a point where it's like in 19, remember, they switched to the transition tour. Oh, I remember and that was like that was sort of like a nail in the coffin kind of situation for me because I was like, I don't have the time to to, to bullshit around in this thing where there, there's no ranking points anymore for futures and like what is happening. I'm basically having to start from scratch. I'm 500 in the world, but I, I, I have to start from scratch because I don't, I, I don't have a ranking for challenges. I don't have a rank like the ITF ranking. And 
so that just kind of pushed me over the edge. You start kind of coaching and like being around, you know, just making some money and like living almost like a normal like life that you're like, man, I, I have to be like, realistically, you have to be like one, maybe 150 in the world to make what a coach makes, like if you're working full time. And I kind of got lucky with certain like having like really, you know, no, if the, you've worked with juniors, like if, if you have like this one kid that is just yeah. playing all the time, and all of a sudden you're just like, whoa, like this is, it's kind of wild. So it just kind of pushed me to that direction. And then weirdly, like a lot of things, like just, you know, the Naomi thing happened, my tennis HQ thing happened. I, I was able to just do so much, so many other things in tennis um, that were actually kind of fun and exciting and got me like maybe a taste of like the high level, whatever it is. And what got me to learn a little bit more about the game with this coach, with that coach, with that person. So I was like just doing everything <laughs> and it was kind of fun. And then, you know, I, again, throughout, I was still feel, I still feel like I was getting better just because of all the learning and all that stuff. And so, you know, it kind of brought me back one more time. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm curious for you, you know, and obviously, the coaching aspect you get that kind of competition but my tennis hq is like a way to be a part of tennis without that do you feel like you need the competitive factor in tennis to enjoy it or do you think you can kind of live let's say you stopped a year from now two years from now do you think yeah. you can enjoy tennis without the coaching the competition aspect uh, the competition is I, i'm not that competitive as a coach i feel like in, in on the tour there's a lot of like coach ego you know, mm -hmm. like, oh, like guys like thinking maybe they're a little more important than they actually are. <laughs> but but the playing is very difficult for me. I, I, I actually find that, you know, even with my tennis issue, most most of the the ideas for videos will come from like me playing, playing matches and me myself trying to get better and then being like, oh, I sort of figured this out. How can I explain it to you now in a maybe lower level? But that still relates to people. So. The playing part of it and me still trying to get better, that's something that's going to be difficult to, to maybe let go in the future because I, like even with my tennis HQ, like I, I, I worry about sometimes like, ugh, like I don't want to become the sort of like the, the, the tennis pro from a club that is just coming up with like crazy solutions for mm -hmm. things. And like we're using all this, this crap to try to get better because we, we sort of see it a little bit different from playing at a very high, high level. So I, I think that's always going, going to stay, uh, even as I sort of age, is like, okay, how do I maintain my level as I get maybe like older in my 40s and 45s, 50s? It's still probably going to play a big role into, I'd say, how I coach and how my career goes from there. So the competition part is not like a crazy, it's like craving, but it's just like testing yourself. And, and, and we all know how that is. It's hard, it's hard to let go. Karu, this is a, a two-part question. Number one, are, are you surprised at how large my tennis HQ has gotten? Um, and then the second part of that, we, we all know at, at this stage, it's constant. You, you have to constantly be putting things out to hit the algorithm to just make sure you're constantly in people's feeds so that you can continue to grow and, and obviously grow revenue as well. How are you going to find the time to do that adequately and do it well while still being on the road a little bit more full-time as a player. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely one. Yeah. I'm definitely like um, surprised by the reach and by how quickly we have continued to grow. Like we, we really battled to get to that hundred K, but we're already at like a 115 after a few months and it's just kind of like going. 
Um, and that it's a bit surprising. I don't really know like why, like what the appeal totally is. Like I try to be as, as honest as I can. And, and, and there's stuff that I, I put out that maybe a year or two after I'm like, I don't know if I really still believe in that, but like, it, it's just the way it is. You're just sort of like, I'm continuing to learn and I'm just sort of like, it's almost like my own diary of, of like where I'm at in that point with my tennis. And I'm trying to like, obviously grow it um, and continue to, to, to grow. And, and it's a fun just thing for me to like, it's the one thing that I'm, I'd say like I can create myself. It's like, I, I think about whatever the lesson, the video, and then I have to go from what is in my head to then a final video. And it's actually a fun thing to do, even though, sometimes a bit stressful um but two yeah i'm i'm ha i'm gonna have to figure that out next year with being on the road because i you know i've said it before in the channel multiple times i have a really hard time filming when i'm on the road because it's like you know how it is no like you're playing this event and your your mind even if you're just kind of like for the most most of the day you don't do anything you're just basically on your phone or watching netflix but your brain power is still like very consumed by like, fuck, I have another, I have a match. I need to make sure everything is, is this way or that way. And it's, it's difficult to just be like, oh, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to set a camera here. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do that now. Um, so that, that's going to be a little tricky. I, I, hopefully I can figure out a way to maybe have someone filming some events because if someone comes to like one event, there's a lot of content that can, you can have from like one week. Um, but I, I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried because I still, a lot of the stuff that I do on the channel and that really does well is, is lessons. Um, and when I'm on the road, I'm definitely not going to do lessons. So that, that probably, the channel is probably going to take a hit on that a little bit. The algorithm sometimes doesn't reward you if you're posting more of a vlog kind of thing, or it, it's a really tricky game that you have to play. Um, but I'm just going to trust that I'll figure out as I go. I'm not going to like overstress about it as, as we go along. Like if I can get more matches, film more matches, stuff like that, I think people really want to watch the matches. So I think that will be the first thing. Just yeah. I mean, I, the, the video component, I mean, until if anybody can do it, it's definitely you. I still don't <laughs> believe it's possible because I, and it's funny because I just got a memory come up. I, I tried vlogging that. I mean, you know, I wanted to do it. I have one video from preseason with Mackie McDonald and Ty Kwiatkowski in like this barbecue place in Lake Nona. And that was the first one. And I was like, holy shit, like just that video, I was exhausted. Like I was carrying the stuff and I look like an idiot. And I'm like, no, never again. And I stopped. I put it all away, never touched again. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I do believe deep down it, it, if you are competing, it is almost impossible to really do what you want to do on the, on the vlogging. Um, but yeah, I mean, how quickly, you know, behind the racket, I could speak to a little bit, but you know, it's a, obviously my baby, my passion project, but it turned into a job to some effect, you know, obviously everything does. And, you know, how quickly is my tennis HQ kind of becoming that for you? And you're just kind of looking for the next step. Um, and, and where are you kind of looking at it five years from now? Like, what's the end goal with it? Um, that, the end goal, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, we're, it just, it, the funny part is like, I think what tennis HQ is, you know, as opportunities just kind of come 
like they just kind of happen, you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, like I, I did this one podcast and some people reached out that like, you know, on production companies and they're like, oh, maybe we can do it, make it into a TV show. And I'm in LA, there's a lot of that stuff. So I go to a lot of lunches that, that you know, people over promise stuff, but under delivered, but it's fine. Like, but in general, yeah, it's, man, the vlogging part is difficult. Like I, I, I wouldn't recommend it to, to, to most like tennis players. If you're there as a competitor, I, I tell, I say on the channel, like I'm, I go as a tennis player, not as a YouTuber to events. I want to fucking win the events. I don't want to like make a great video. Um, so that's, that's always a tricky part, but tennis HQ, what I've enjoyed now that we've gone to, um, you know, I guess this, this size, I think there, there's fun, like business opportunities that come along and I'm, I'm interested in this, my end goal is to never have to work for anybody. That's my goal. Like, I don't want to have a boss. I want to be the boss of my own thing, even if I'm making less money, but to always not have final say, but it's not have anyone have fight, like just commend me to where I want to go. I want to be able to, to, to have my own time, right? Like I, I, I dictate what I do with my time. And, and if that's working more, that's fine. But I'm, I'm the one choosing that. Um, but there's been fun, you know, business stuff like, you know, what I did with Toro Line with my strings and, and it's actually doing really well. And people are, are you know, playing and enjoying it. And, and even if it sounds like for some people are like, oh, this is gimmicky. They're just, you know, like getting a YouTuber and slapping their name. But like I'm playing with the string and I'm enjoying playing with the string and I'm enjoying seeing people, you know, finding it. So if it's going to be, you know, making more physical products, if it's going to eventually you know, shift, continue to do my, ten the YouTube is my baby. And that's always going to be like my thing. I do this thing, but like, if there's, you know, higher level production things that I can do every once in a while, or I can almost consult and things like that. If, if someone is wants, wants to do another tennis documentary that doesn't suck, <laughs> I could, you know, I would like to help with that, you know? So, it's, so I think there's just opportunities that might come along and, and, you know, I've, that part that part excites me um we're also working we have a, a website called evencourt.com and that's kind of like what we're trying to do we're trying to fix the whole like people finding people to play and people finding coaches um i think there's a few a few a few players in that area right now but i don't think anyone's doing that great and we're coming from like a player perspective coach perspective so we're working on that um trying to create this like big platform where you know, be a hub of players, you find players in your location and you can, you know, easily schedule hits. You can find me as a, as a coach and you can schedule me virtually or in person and just figuring it out, like what, what sticks, what doesn't stick, what are issues in tennis that maybe we see that hopefully we can try to fix. And, and that part excites me. Um, I don't know what's going to work, what's not, but I think it's an, it's an exciting thing um, aside from just playing, you know. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You and I, our interactions over the last couple of years, um, I remember talking to you at the U.S. Open, I guess it's been two years now, uh, when we were watching Marcos play a little bit of doubles. Um, You have now had really the opportunity with your experience with Naomi over the last couple of years, your experience with Marcos, your playing experience at the Challenger in the futures level. Um, You and I have interacted a lot talking just about how we're, we're dropping the ball. In, in terms of helping to promote and grow this sport. Um, I, I guess I'm, I'm interested in, you know, we, we could go on this topic for a very long time, but how, how do you think you, Noah, uh, how, how can you guys use what you guys are doing, your platforms, your very large platforms at this stage to help grow the, the sport at the future, at the challenger level, so there's more interest, there's more eyes, and theoretically more money and exposure um, at those lower levels. Crew, you take it. Come on. Like, yes. um, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's definitely, um, I think, I think you can have like this big dreams of like almost like an utopian way of everything working, but you know, that's never going to happen. So I try to like, you know, I just posted a, a match versus a college player, like top five college players three-hour match, a 50-minute video, which is never great to post a 50-minute <laughs> video, but it's doing fairly well. People are people are watching. It's like, oh, my God, the level is great and is entertaining and stuff like that. It's like I, that in itself gives it, um, you know, gives that that level a little bit of a an extra, like, you know, 100,000 eyeballs, hopefully. Yeah. But I don't – I just I don't truly believe that like we were gonna be able to fix maybe futures as much as I think futures just kind of have to get through it and, and and it's tough but that's always going to be it. It's just like for me it's how can you get you know a guy you know like you know know you're you're top hundred you get to top hundred nah one twenty one twenty okay so you're you're basically there but you played a lot of like you know qualities of slams and main draws of slams and stuff like that. It's like, I think those guys in the 250 need to be big here, a ton more money, right? The 50K that the first round gets for main draw should be 50K for first round of cues, right? Because if you can, if you can put 250 guys making like that kind of money, at least like, man, if I'm in qualities of slams and I'm making like 200K a year out of that, that already like, you know, really makes a difference. So I don't know exactly the answer. I just I just know that like the ATP, I, I think the entities just do such a bad job with. I mean, I, I posted recently like their YouTube yeah. is ridiculous. Like, what are you <laughs> doing with your YouTube? Like, no one cares about what these people like eat. You know, film them practice. Be all access. Be like, look, tennis players are very like. Ooh, I don't want to like kind of like give like what I'm doing in practice stuff like that. The, the tour almost needs to be like fuck it we're gonna we're gonna film everything we're gonna film like in f1 let's film everything let's film court set practice court level sets that you guys are practicing tournaments they posted one of novak and carlos like court level like practice and people were like whoa this is the best thing i've ever seen right you can do that with more guys you can do that with guys that are 50 who guys at 100 150 you can really like like just 
pull the curtains up and like let's all access these guys. Um, the Challenger Tour is doing a little better job, I think, with their, their social media and stuff. They're actually kind of doing well, but still, like, I don't know the answer. I just don't. I just know that from my end, like, it's weird. I find it sometimes weird that so many people care about me playing futures, right, versus maybe watching two dudes who are sixty-five in the world battle, right? It's it's a weird thing, and so that shows me that there's something off. But I, I don't know exactly how to fix it. But it shows me there's something off. And obviously, I, I've given these people a lot of my time and. I get it, but but still, it's, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. I mean, people want access. People want to know what they don't know, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's been proven. Yes, tennis players suck at that. They want to hide. They want to not be a part of it. So yes, to, to interrupt, though, Carew's <clears throat> giving them exactly that. Like, he right. is taking them through his personal journey and showing this is what I'm doing to get better. This is how I'm growing. And then you have a personal investment. In, in a player like I think I, yeah I, I mean you know it started with you know speaking of behind the racket you know as arrogant as I may be to want to be the face or the pioneer I think you know I naive at times that I was going to be the the answer you know and that was that was like the beginning was I was going to be the answer to fixing all these problems where seeing some things kind of transpire I'm happy to be the reason or a part of the reason or one percent why the ball started rolling why the first domino went down and i think that's what we can hope for i mean as you know we both grow and you know how obviously kind of in this ecosystem we can all help each other because it's so fucking small especially in the world of tennis um so small so i think if we can be that ball maybe it's larger in five years from now that's all we can really hope for is like okay that happened because carousel has been putting out videos for five years and working his ass off there's a reason that you know, these people are inspired to do X, Y, and Z. And Noah's talking about mental health. There's a reason that this is, you know, now more players are more open to speaking about it. So it's just like being that first domino is really all you can hope to be a part of because the answer, especially in the world of tennis, is far more complicated and not changing anytime soon. Yeah, so I, I think for sure there's going to be like people coming up, you know, who are going to do a much even much better job in the social media thing to promote themselves and make videos and stuff like that. Like some younger guys that maybe a lot of people focus maybe on shorter form stuff. But, you know, you, you have, you know, Jules Marie, who's kind of came back and and now doing YouTube and is doing I, I can't watch this stuff because it's in French, but it's I, I can see it's very well documented it's someone that is doing for him so he's he's able to to really focus on his matches and people are you know in in france are probably loving this right um you have the british kid felix who i've met who people are crazy invested in his Mm -hmm. you know his his journey to get his one atp point and that was tough man that kid like you know was losing qualities and 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 like really struggling to get that point it took him months and obviously you know you the comment session for the most part is supportive, but like the bad stuff is going to really affect you. Right. Yeah. I, it bothers the shit out of me. I need to let it go. A lot of stuff, but like yeah. I, I sometimes like I'm so snappy, you know, with comments and stuff like that. Cause people just can say like outrageous stuff, Yeah. <laughs> but man, and, but like, he's getting like crazy amounts of views in his videos and he got his point and people are super pumped and people are just like, okay, like well, I, this kid is giving me this like thing, like every week is entertaining. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And, whatever the number he gets to, he's actually doing something for tennis that like maybe a lot of people aren't. And, and most, so, even yeah. top yeah, 50 most people, players. Yeah, exactly. And, and for me, like I, I, t- I was telling like my friends, I was like this year, I think 
I am actually going to try because you can get competitive about that stuff too. Like, oh, he's getting more views, or he's getting more subscribers. <laughs> but I'm I'm actually trying to like, okay, can I help like some of these like smaller creators maybe grow? I just had Trey who has the winners only channel, and he's just started playing like a year ago, and he's doing his own thing, and it's like its own kind of like tennis content but i'm like it's good that we have it like it just let it fly right so he came on the channel he came like i gave him a shout out on the channel because he spent a week filming me and all that stuff and his video got got the video when he posted it got a good amount of views for the size and he's slowly growing and you know i'm working with someone like for my fitness who's only doing fitness stuff and it's like he's doing great stuff but fitness is so not sexy right yeah, like tennis right. fitness is so specific <laughs> it's so not sexy but he's doing amazing stuff. So like, can I maybe help him grow a little bit? And I think like, that's sort of going to be my 2024, like thing. I have my tennis HQ. It's growing. It's fine. It's going to keep, keep on track as long as I keep putting content out. But if the ecosystem gets bigger, kind of like in golf, you know, it's just so much better in golf. You have, you know, Rory McIlroy and some dudes like, youtube channel and they're both right. almost as popular as each other you know what i mean it's a weird thing like a rick shields or someone in golf that is like huge so it's just like the ecosystem is small and i think when a, the top players try to do something like it, it's a bit gimmicky you know they hire a production company it's and they make organic, all this stuff yeah. it's not organic it looks nice but it it doesn't give me any emotional connection to to what's happening uh, so Everyone's going to have to figure out how to, to give that, create that emotional connection. Otherwise, it, it, nothing works. Just cool content, just cool slow motion shots don't work. It, it doesn't yeah. matter, you know? Well, I, I want to let both of you go. You guys, uh, Karu, you're you're playing in, I, I don't know, is a YouTube tournament? Which I, I don't even it's know. A how YouTube to, tournament. Okay. Look at that. Yeah, I yeah, mean, so you're you're playing Winston, Winston. Do I think we can give him a little bit of credit? Just yeah. obviously. Oh, uh, Winston is doing great stuff. Yeah, like he's he's gonna reach out to to you, Noah, at some point. I'm sure. And, <laughs> oh God, get you on the but but, but Charles, he was the same thing. I mean, he, yeah. he when I met him, he had like seven thousand subscribers, and we did like a fun sort of like four point five versus pro. And yeah, he kind of blew up, and then his channel starts blowing up, and he keeps putting content out. All of a sudden, he's getting high level players in there, and people are just getting this sort of. People like the raw stuff, yes. you know, like the, there's just, it's just a camera. What I just played a set with Moreno mm -hmm. and it's doing crazy well, just because like, he was just a one set court level. Let's have some fun. Boom. People were like, well, this is great. So, yeah. Yeah. And you're, it can be as simple as that, you know? You're also going to be there with the the legend, the YouTube legend, Clay Thompson. I mean, that that yes. collection of, of clips from Champagne a few years ago is, <laughs> I still get random comments about that. I mean, it was just, I, I owe that man. I owe that man <laughs> uh, one very strong drink at some point. Um, but we're, yeah. We're playing. We're playing a, he, his app, Improve. Um, yeah. He's basically the one like funding me right now to play. So shout out Clay. Uh, so Improve is going to put out a, a live event. So it's going to be like me versus Brad Klon, Clay versus Marcos, and then whoever wins plays yeah. another set. So that'll be fun. That'll be an and it's going to be live, live on my channel. It's going to be fun. So um, we'll make some announcements in the next couple of days, but it's, it's going to be really cool. Next, next Friday, just like an event in Beverly Hills, very clay, very clay Thompson event, you know, like just a nice Beverly Hills vibe. It's going to be fun. Um, um well, so. I, I just wanted to say, um, uh, personally, I, I want to see you back at some challengers soon. Um, so I, so we can, we can chirp a little bit here. Um, but I, I'm just, 
remarkably the getting better. Yeah, I know. I'm just. <laughs> I remember that comment. Don't you worry. It's 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 like right back here. There's... It was the right comment. It was the right comment. <laughs> you you were making a hundred percent analytical comment. You know what I mean. So I'll take it. I'll take it. But I I um I just am so impressed with what you've been able to do over the last five years. I I just have the utmost admiration for for the work you've put in, and I'm I I just regardless of what happens uh, in between the lines on a court, I I'm just you have my utmost admiration and respect, and I, that's all I can give you. But um, I'm just Thank very you, impressed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to, I'm gonna need to, to, to come like just. I'm, I'll, we'll film like a, a practice match, but you're gonna commentate the practice. Anytime. Match. That would be that is it. That is the dream. That's right the there. peak. That's the peak right, right like, there. We just commentate like a one set. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down in my notes. <laughs> I love it, Guru. Uh, thank you so Appreciate much, it, and we'll talk soon. Yes. Thanks, guys. Appreciate okay. it. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday, and don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you behind the racket.